And we are live. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Today is Sunday, October 8th. It is 1 p.m. Uh, and I am your host, Jason Leeser. Um, and welcome to Skill Building Sunday here live on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted today. I'm prepping for this year's Paradise Gathering. So I apologize for the uh, rough start. Welcome to Guy Itchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join in these live streams, real-world events, to share and inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. We beam out nearly every day and with your help have evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have all been receiving rave reviews. You can find Reinventing the Tattoo in both of the app stores, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, as well as our Reinventing the Tattoo YouTube channel, our Reinventing the Tattoo Roku channel, which has 12 to 15 different episodes going at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as well as all of the major podcast directories such as Apple and Spotify. Or you can do what most people do and just search for Reinventing the Tattoo in your browser and you'll find it all except for the book, which is still currently out of print, unfortunately. Uh, maybe one day they'll make another run. But until then, check eBay, check everywhere else, check with other tattooers you know, try to find a copy if you can. They're definitely worth their weight in gold. But no matter where you were watching live or on demand, you can always get the latest, greatest, most up-to-date information, all available at reinventingthetattoo.com. You can try it out for free. You don't have to subscribe. Um, if you try it out for free, you have three different options. You can pick a sample webinar from the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon, or you can get some free advice from Guy Aitchison about your unique goals, or you can take a comprehensive tattoo history course from Jay Brown, which is excellent, by the way. I'm a huge tattoo history nerd, and I have to say it is phenomenal. Um, if you like tattoo history, if you like, you know, tattoo geeky kind of stuff, take a look. It's absolutely incredible. I highly recommend it. You can also find a full event schedule with weekly, weekly and special event live stream details, such as today's show. If you wanted to join in, you could easily go to reinventingthetattoo.com, take a look at the live event calendar, and you'll find links to all of our live shows going on every week. At reinventingthetattoo.com, you'll also find a link to the Reinventing 24-7 channel, which is a lot like our Roku channel. It's got 13 different episodes playing 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you can also find a whole host of professional development courses on demand for purchase from over 20 world-class tattooers, such, people such as BJ Betts, Andre Malcolm, uh, Bob Tyrell, they all have seminars that you can purchase at reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, if this is working for you, please let us know in the comments or in the chats, and please tag a friend who loves tattoos. Um, you know, tag everyone you know that might be interested in becoming a tattoo artist or learning more about art or wanting to get their first tattoo. Tag them all. Uh, never hurts to share the love. Um, we have a number of weekly staple shows we always encourage people to tune into, starting off on Sundays at 1 p.m. with me, Jason Leeser, and the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group, where we try to hone and refine some of our skills, 
whether it's procreate tips, tricks, and hacks, or maybe it's looking at lighting and value, or maybe it's looking at focus or different aspects of art and composition. Uh, we try to touch on something different, you know, every week. Following today's show on Monday, there are four separate shows starting off at 9 a.m. Monday mornings with drawing four tattooers with James Wisdom, where we get to go through and get back to our core fundamentals, our basic drawing techniques and strategies. Um, and it really helps refine us and remind us of where we came from being fine artists. Once again, that's 9 a.m. Drawing Four Tattooers with James Wisdom. I try to hop on every chance I get. I'll probably hop on for a little bit tomorrow morning. Um, it's a great time, great show, very educational, very informational. Lots of great people on there. Highly recommend it. Following Drawing Four Tattooers with James Wisdom, at 11 a.m., we have the Tattoo Weekly Show with Gabe Ripley, Lauren Gregory, and Jake Meeks from the Fireside Tattoo Network. Um, if there is something new or interesting happening in the world of tattooing, we're probably going to talk about it on that show at 11 a.m. Monday mornings, the Tattoo Weekly Show. Um, it's literally the most current events dealing with the tattoo industry, and I believe they still do it every week. Following the Tattoo Weekly, at 5 p.m., we have Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple where we have a nice safe space to go to, to maybe talk or vent or get some feedback or ask for different opinions from other tattooers. Sometimes as we know, being a tattoo artist, um, we don't really have too many people that we can turn to, to talk about some of the problems that we face every day, whether it's, you know, uh, work-life balance, whether it's uh, how, how to deal with problem clients, whether it's booking situations, um, strategies to become more successful, uh, how to grow your brand. There's a lot of different ways that we can go through and utilize um, talking to someone else that's in this industry. And that's what they do at Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. Once again, that's 5 p.m. on Mondays. Definitely worth a shot. Following that, capping off Monday evening at 9 p.m., we have a subscribers exclusive drawing group with Sandy McAndrew. Sandy McAndrew is a Canadian tattoo artist. She's got loads of years in the field. Um, she has been a part of the reinventing tattoo staff for a very long time, way before I ever came along. Um, and she is absolutely incredible. Highly recommend it. And that is only available for people that have a subscription to either the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon or the Reinventing the Tattoo Evolution course. I can tell you from personal experience, hopping in on those Monday evening drawing groups alone is worth its weight in gold. Um, they are absolutely incredible. Each week, we try to focus on a different part of the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon, whether it's focus or contrast. Sometimes there's different challenges. Sometimes we'll do like a virtual or digital tattoo night um, where we have to go through and use like tattoo brush sets to go through and create a digital tattoo. It's pretty wild. Um, so every week there is kind of a new challenge, keeps things very interesting and very information. Following that on Wednesdays, we have the Tattoo Now show with Gabe Ripley where we get to go through and dive into some more of the business aspects behind tattooing. 
whether it's how to increase your brand presence or marketing strategies, or maybe it's talking about international travel visas. Um, these are all topics that get talked about at the Tattoo Now show with Gabe Ripley on Wednesdays at noon. Following that and capping off the week at Thursdays at 6 p.m., we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast with Fawn Baker, um, where we get to go through and hear stories from different people about their tattoo collections and how they acquired their collections and, you know, all of the really interesting, really fun stories that people have about their tattoos. We do have a special event coming up this coming week, starting on Thursday, October 12th, going through Sunday, October 15th. We will be live at the Paradise Gathering, um, and that is taking place in beautiful Jiminy Peak, Massachusetts. That's Western Massachusetts up in the Berkshires, and it is going to be absolutely incredible. I cannot wait to uh, reunite with a lot of my tattoo family. Um, Bruno Salvatierra will be there, Renee Little, uh, so many amazing people. I can't wait to go. I'm actually packing up most of my art studio to travel with me. We're going to have live collaborative artwork going on almost every single night. We're going to have a lot of seminars, and the seminar lineup this year is incredible. Uh, we've got people to present, such as Nick Baxter. He'll be there live in person, um, you know, doing a landscape oil painting seminar, if I remember correctly. Corey Ferguson will be there. Gunner will be there. Thea Duskin will be there. Andy Chambers. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love Andy Chambers' work? Um, he'll be doing a sleeve seminar, and I can't wait to take that. Lady Sarah will be there. Jake Meeks from the Fireside Tattoo Network will be live in person doing his Find Your Style workshop for people that purchase a ticket. Tom Strum will be there. Andre Malcolm will be there. Um, it is going to be an absolutely incredible lineup, and I cannot wait. Would like to go through and take a second to thank some of our sponsors and some of the people that make this show happen. Starting off with WorldTattooEvents.com, the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. They're constantly keeping everything updated and upgraded. As we know, living in this post-pandemic era, there are still certain tattoo events that are getting rescheduled like crazy. So if you want the latest, most up-to-date information about tattoo events coming to a city or town near you, or maybe it's one you want to visit. I know I always check out worldtattooevents.com before I travel to see if there's any conventions going on in the area. Take a look at worldtattooevents.com. Would also like to thank Tattoo Now, technology for tattooers. This is the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. They are 100% competitive uh, and keeping everything upgraded and updated. They are competitive with any type of CRM, mailing list, or scheduling software out there. They do also build websites. If you wanted a brand new website built, this is exactly who I would contact. Uh, they have been leaders in the tattoo technology field for a very, very long time, and I highly recommend you take a look at them. If you want the tools, get more people to come in to your studio that want to get the kind of work that you really want to do, this is the place to go to do it, tattoonow.com. We'd also like to thank Guy Aitchison at guyaitchison.com. He is the founder and inspiration behind Reinventing the Tattoo. You can go to GuyHison.com where you can pick up a copy of his biomech encyclopedias, 
some of his tutorial DVDs. He's got some custom coil machines for sale, fine art prints, and occasionally some original oil paintings all for sale at GuyHison.com. Would also like to say a very brief and quick shout out and thank you, uh, a personal thank you to The Apprenticeship Diaries with Amy Nichols. This is the number one resource for people that want to achieve a tattoo apprenticeship. Or if you are looking for information about what tattoo apprenticeships consist of, how do you know if they're any good, what should be covered, what shouldn't be done, that kind of stuff, take a look at The Apprenticeship Diaries with Amy Nichols. It is a podcast available on Spotify and Apple. Um, would also like to say a very personal shout out and thank you to TATCOM and Aaron Williams, the mad scientist at TATCOM. These guys are literally diving in to the science of tattooing to try to understand how tattoos work and then develop tattoo technology and tools that allow us as tattooers to tattoo better, more effectively, and more efficiently than ever before. So if you're looking for the most cutting edge tattoo equipment out there, take a look at TATCOM and Aaron Williams. These guys are absolutely on a whole new level. Uh, we ask that you post positive reviews on the channel. Help us get the word out. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button down at the bottom of the page to make sure that you stay up to date with all of the latest shows coming out so you get notified whenever we have more live events, um, which honestly, if I were you, I would definitely hit that because you want to be subscribed and get notified for all of the live events coming up while we are at the Paradise Gathering this coming week. Uh, if you would like to host a Reinventing the Tattoo event or become a sponsor of our community, or maybe you're looking for a fine art or a tattoo critique, you can always email management at reinventingthetattoo.com and we will get back to you just as soon as we can. And that kind of concludes uh, the intro for today. We do have a special guest on here with us today. Um, John Clark, a tattoo artist from Texas. Uh, let's go through and we'll see if he is ready to join us. And let's see. Hey, John, are you there? Yeah, here I am. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited, a little nervous, but um, very happy to be on here with you and be a part of your production today. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where are you from? How'd you get into tattooing? Um, you know, what's your background like? Um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, my name's John Clark. I tattoo here in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I've lived here most of my life originally from Florida, but, um, have lived here since I was a little kid. And, um, I started tattooing about 20 years ago in 2003 um, just kind of got into it the same way a lot of people do. You kind of have a friend that does it and then um, became interested in it. I always had a interest in art in general, but I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with that. Um, and I wasn't really attracted to the normal, maybe corporate world of art. And so um, kind of like the whole outlaw vibe of tattooing and, um, you know, just that was really attractive to me. Um, my brother and I actually started tattooing at the same time. Uh, his name is Nick Clark. And um, we had a mutual friend who 
was kind of tattooing and we just got, you know, kind of into that. And um, he and I kind of came up together, started at a shop together. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much where it is. Um, been growing with that. I've been a, a few different shops over the years. And uh, he and I actually opened our own shop, Outlook Tattoos, about three years ago. So we're here in Fort Worth just kind of doing our thing and um, just, you know, trying to be the best we can at it, really. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I have to summon my inner Gabe Ripley here. Yeah. Uh, Gabe's notorious for saying this, and I swear he needs to get it done as a tattoo. But could you do me a favor and go through and rotate your phone so that it's oh, yeah. in landscape mode? In my t- oh, in landscape. Yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. just a sec. Let me fix that up. If I can get that going here. Gabe, you would be so proud of me right now if you're watching. <laughs> Give me Gabe just a sec. literally step. says that during, I think, every Zoom or every webinar I think I've ever seen him on. Um, he's always telling someone, hey, can you rotate your phone or rotate your video? You know, we want to get you in landscape mode. Um, he, gotcha. That's literally like one of his catchphrases. Uh, one of these days he'll get it. How's that work? Oh, perfect. Much better, perfect. Much All right. Thanks. Awesome. So what kind of tattoos do you like to do? You know, I do a variety of stuff. Um, I'm always, um, you know, I have a, a wide variety of clients and therefore a wide variety of requests. Um, I take a lot of pride in being flexible and trying to um, cater to what they're looking for, as well as trying to find, you know, my own artistic element within that. But um, yeah, I really enjoy all elements of tattooing. I, I do everything from your normal um, smaller tattoos and, um, you know, the writings and the um, symbols and things all the way up to larger pieces. Um, I enjoy, um, you know, illustrative type tattooing is probably my favorite, but um, I do realism as well and um, portrait stuff and just really a little bit about everything. I think that what I do that I feel um, proud about is that I'm able to try to offer um, a nice tattoo and in, in whatever style the person is looking for, as well as still trying to maintain my own identity within that. And that that's not an easy thing to do. Um, you know, I, I haven't been in the industry quite as long as you have, but I, I still have a few years in it. And it's, something that I've been picking up on more and more over the years is that I think a lot of people end up starting to, you know, go with the mainstream, like what's popular. And they're like, yeah, well, this is what I'm doing now and all that stuff. But I think in doing that, they kind of lose their identity and they lose what it is that they really do enjoy creating. Right. Um, Even if it's not the most popular thing, like I love Japanese work. Um, yeah, I've been obsessed absolutely. with it for years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm very drawn to that. But you know, I'll I'll still do American flags, wolves, you right? Know, whatever people want me to do. Um, yeah. But it's maintaining your own personal identity in this industry. It's very difficult. Um, so bravo, man. Bravo. Thanks. Yeah, I think that can be challenging sometime, and I think that. Um, there's been moments in my career where, you know, I've struggled a little bit with that about feeling discouraged that my, I didn't have a more um, like identifiable, clear style direction. And I think that um, part of that frustration is um, it kind of subsides, but in general, I'm, I, I am really in hindsight, especially proud that I've been able to offer, um, you know, quality tattoos for a variety of clientele 
um, all walks of life, ages and everything else. And um, I think that's really what I excel at is being able to, um, you know, it just, just tattoo a little bit of everything. I really, when I first started tattooing, I worked in a shop where it was your normal kind of open to close late night type of shop. Um, we really didn't have the word no in our shop. You know, it's like anybody that came in, we, we were going to tattoo them. And um, although that wasn't always maybe the most artistically stimulating environment at times, it, it definitely allowed me to learn a lot of different styles and um, gave me, I think, a good, um, like, it allowed me to be more flexible and, um, and, um, you know, kind of just go, go with the, the flow on that. And I, that's something I, in hindsight, I take a lot of pride at because as I look through the work I've done over the years and I rerun into a lot of the same people because I've been tattooing in the same area for a long time. I have, you know, I'm tattooing generations now I'm tattooing kids that came in with their parents and sat here while I tattoo them. So, um, yeah, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I've been able to, um, offer quality tattoos for a lot of different types of people, regardless of their taste. And instead of, um, you know, either having a more narrow focus on one particular genre, which I agree will allow you to, you know, perfect that, that style easier. I think, um, just being flexible in my own way is something that, that I'm really happy about that I can offer. Right on. Yeah, that's um, it's a little piece of advice I was given uh, by someone that really helped me get to be where I am today. Um, and he gave it to me back when I was just first starting because I was talking to him. I was like, oh, man, all I want to do is, you know, like Japanese stuff and like buy yeah. back and you yeah, know, all yeah. this stuff. And he's like, no, no, you don't. You really don't. He's like, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself and only do that because you will eventually come to hate it. He's like, because yeah. all he did was new school stuff. Like it was all like super crazy, weird colors, right. and, um, you know, super distorted perspectives and like outrageous proportions and sizes. Right. And that is literally all he tattooed all the time. Right. He's like, when I first started doing this style, I loved it, man. I couldn't get enough of it. He's like, I wanted to tattoo it every day, just like you. And, you know, it's like, He's like, dude, after like two years of doing it, I was like, oh, okay, we can do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that too. Yeah. You know? And he lost his enthusiasm for it. He's like, I don't want to see you go through what I went through. So trust me when I say, man, diversify, do a little bit of everything and you will never go hungry. Um, and I think that's something that as much as I can see the industry kind of starting to change and morph a little bit where you have a lot of people that are starting to get into more boutique kind of styles. Right. You have a lot more people that are focusing only on one genre. Congratulations. Good for you. I hope that does it for you. Um, but when that style changes, if yeah. it changes, you're going to be left behind because you haven't diversified, you know? You have yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I, that's I my own two cents. Yeah, I think it's important. I think um, for me, um, you know, I can only speak for myself, but, um, you know, it is a, there is an aspect to the job where for myself that, although in, um, 
you know, idealistically, it would be great to to be maybe always doing, um, you know, the most largest, amazing pieces. I, I really feel happy about um, all elements of tattooing, you know, like I, I enjoy doing the little ones as, as well as the big ones. Um, I like the, I really um, enjoy the interaction with the customer. I feel that's something that I've grown with a lot and, and um, really try to provide the experience that that customer is looking for. So, you know, I would feel a little bit, I guess, a little bit sad if I wasn't able to have as many experiences with the different customers based on what they're looking for. Um, and although it is great when the more elaborate pieces come in or the more, um, the more artistic type pieces where I'm able to put more of my own ideas into or my own style into, I... I'm really happy to do all of them, you know, so I, I always feel like even if I'm not necessarily doing the most creative piece or the most original, you know, like mind blowing style, I'm very happy to approach it from the technical aspect and, and do a really nice clean tattoo and then to provide an experience for that customer, um, you know, that they're going to enjoy other than me necessarily being bitter or sad that it wasn't something, you know, like a portfolio type piece or something. Um, so I, and, and also in hindsight, it's just over time, that's something that I've been aware of is, you know, seeing these people come back, you know, um, over time, a lot of times what for me might be a fleeting moment for them, they're going to remember that moment forever. So I've really tried to focus, especially lately on trying to ensure that that experience overall is what they're looking to get out of it. Um, and so for me, I, I really like to be open to all sorts of things instead of just being in my own little comfort zone i like the challenges of uh different things and sometimes good and bad there's there's some tattoos i'm sure that that i would have rather done you know something else but really I, at that point i'm focusing more on the technical aspect or the customer experience you know um just trying to really recognize that and um yeah you know be appreciative of the work that they're providing for me so right on right on yeah. oh. So I, I take it you're in your studio today? Yeah, I'm in my studio today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, I didn't want to show say, you. Man, I love all the artwork on the walls. <laughs> That's why I was Yeah, we have a lot of um a lot of different things, collections of uh some stuff we've done and other artists that we love, or a lot of it's gifts or or different things, you know. Right on, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a good way to stay inspired too. Absolutely. I know whenever I get bored, I usually get up and take a quick stroll around the studio and look at some different stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's like we've got, I think in the studio I work at, we've got one wall that's like um, a lot of like abstract and biomech kind of stuff. And then we've got other walls that are very surrealist. Um, and then we've got other walls that are even, you know, different than that. We've got some prints done by Danko Basics hanging up. Um, and that guy... I, I love his oil paintings. They're very, yeah. um, they're very refined, but at the same time, they're still very coarse. You can see the chunks of paint, even right. in the prints. It's amazing. Um, you know, so there's always different stuff around me to kind of be like, okay, well, if I'm not really that inspired to do something, let me go take a stroll. And Absolutely. next thing you know, I'm turning around and I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Okay. I got it now. You know, yeah, I see. I can see the customers when they're here. You know, one, it gives them a good um, 
you know, distraction, something to look at, right? But um, you do see them becoming inspired too. I, I see oftentimes where they might be looking around and, and make comments like, oh, you know, next time I think I might want something like that. Or um, So I think just being surrounded by art and um, we like to have a, a, a wide variety of things here. It just, it's definitely inspirational. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, man. So do you have any kind of like a fine art background? Or are you more mostly self-taught? Um, no, I, I did that. your normal. Yeah, I, I took all the classes I could in high school and um, I didn't take any further education after that. Um, unfortunately, I, in hindsight, I wish I would have. I, I think it would have allowed me to progress quicker. But I think uh, the majority of growing that I've done artistically since my career started has mainly been through um, just the experience of tattooing and the challenges of each new project. Um, so, yeah, I think mainly self-taught, especially after high school. Um, I've done a few, um, you know, uh, like a few like community college courses here and there, but nothing to completion enough to have a degree. It was always just like a, a little class here or there. Um, although I did go to the um, Paradise Gathering a few years ago, and that was great. We did a lot of, uh, I hit all the seminars that time. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to this time also to hopefully pick up a few of those. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Um, yeah. I've already got a couple that I'm signed up for. Um, I'm actually really interested to take Andy Chambers. Um, he's doing a full sleeve design seminar this year. Oh, cool. And um, I can't wait for that one. Uh, just yeah, to take a look at his approach. Because he's got a very different approach to how he, he looks at the different visual planes and ties them all together. So I'm very excited for that one. Um, I'll be doing Renee Little's um, landscape watercolor seminar. That should be a fun one. We're going to hike to yeah. the top of a mountain and paint. So that'll be. Oh, that sounds great. Um, I'm, all, I'm actually also hosting two presentations. I'll be doing one on printmaking. So okay. all of the prints that people have hanging up in their studio and stuff like that, those have to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. What's the best way to go about getting started doing that? What are some of the things you need to know if you want to do them at home? Um, which I don't recommend by the way, but I'll yeah. get into that during the seminar. Um, but it, it's one of those situations where it's like, there's no real information out there on creating a really nice print or how to like properly sign an addition um, or anything else like that. So I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do yeah. that. That'll work. Um, I'm also doing one on procreate because I know that there are a lot of artists out there that use procreate. There are certain things I've picked up over time um, that can really help kind of make things a bit more efficient. So I'll be covering that from basic beginner stuff all the way through creating your own brushes um, and like every step in between. So if anyone out there that's watching wanted to create your own brush sets, whether it's stamp sets, um, you know, like you can get from Tattoo Smart where it's like, oh yeah, you need a, a wolf head, boom. Stand yeah. there, there you are. There's your wolf head, yeah. Um, you know, so we'll be covering all of that. Uh, what, what you decide to do with that information is up to you. If you decide to create your own flash stamps and sell those to Tattoo Smart, make money off of that, more power to you. Hmm. Um, I'm claiming a 10% royalty though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd definitely be interested in the Procreate, um, one, you know, that we use Procreate or I use Procreate, of course. Um, you know, it seems like it's just become a normal tool, but 
it does, it is kind of, you know, it's a double-edged sword. So, you know, trying to use the tools that are available, but not so much where I don't always want to take the shortcut. So um, I'm trying to still create things on there and not be too much cut and pasting, you know, but um, there's so much that Procreate has to offer that I really am just barely skimming the surface. So I'd love to be more proficient in that and be able to, especially for completed artwork or, uh, you know, those sort of things. Um, right. Yeah. I'm just so, I'm so slow on it. I've, I've gotten like, you know, your basic, basic stuff, but um, yeah, there's like, I, I have no idea how to do the brush thing or anything like that. Yeah. Well, it's not something that a lot of people do know how to do. Yeah. That's why I thought I would throw it into the presentation and cover that as well. Yeah. Um, but once you understand brushes and brush settings, uh, layers and layer attributes and stuff like that, creating, you know, a solid work of art is pretty quick and easy. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's something that not a lot of people really have the time to dive into. So I kind of condensed everything, threw it into a two-hour presentation. Cool. It's tricks that, you know, really help save me time. Um, so I figure other people might be able to go through and benefit from that as well. Yeah, um, sure. There's also going to be a couple of freebies and a couple of giveaways for each presentation. I'm not going to say what those are, but there will be freebies uh, for people that do decide to attend. So I'm looking forward to that super cool uh, yeah there i've got one freebie that i've actually been working on for a few years um that i was debating on whether or not i wanted to sell but i decided to kind of keep it to myself um but i'll i'll keep that a surprise for now um but it's you know it procreates something i use almost every day if not definitely every day right um and there's a lot to it that a lot, like a lot of features to it that a lot of people just, I don't know if they don't know where they're located or what they do or anything like that. But I thought I'd demystify the whole thing to show you, oh, this, this feature over here that you don't know what it does, it does this. Right. And, um, I remember sitting in a seminar with Russ Abbott. Uh, I think it was over quarantine, actually. Maybe it was right after that. Um, he did a Procreate seminar uh, to help benefit the Global Food Bank. Um, it was hosted by Steph Bastian, and uh, it was fascinating. But, you know, I was one of like 15 people that were in it, and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty proficient already. Like, I'm, you know, let I, I'm just here to like see what I can pick up from you, but like, I'm right. already pretty good. Pretty good at it, huh? Um, and he's like, oh, okay, well, I don't know if you're going to get anything out of this, but, you know, feel free to, you know, listen in. And um, I did pick up one or two things uh, that I did not know before, which was awesome. Um, but, you know, even for people that are really super proficient when using Procreate, there's always a little trick here or there that you can pick up from taking a seminar that maybe you didn't know before. And Absolutely. that one little trick might make an entire change in everything the way, in the way that you do everything. So. Yeah, I did the, I think the seminar that I'm resonated most with last time was I took guys um, like cover up seminar. Mm. And um, although I had, I mean, I did cover ups before and I just, I do so many different like cover ups or like what I would call tattoo restorations, you know, so a lot of fixing up and things, but the, um, 
yeah, the, the way he approached the cover up and the concept behind, I still think about it every time I do it. So, you know, it's like, um, I don't know how many years ago, it was quite a few years ago when I went before and it's still something that I utilize every time I do the cover up in terms of like min mental approach a little bit, you know, so I'm looking forward to seeing what else they have to offer. And, um, you know, yeah, you always take something away from it. You know, you always get something oh, out of it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm actually really excited to see. I'm so rumor has it. He's got a new cover up seminar that he's coming out with. Okay. Um, I'm not trying. I don't really know how much I can really say about it. Uh, but I did make a few trips out there um, and I did get a cover up done by him mm -hmm. uh, where I set up a whole bunch of different cameras and captured a whole cool. bunch of different angles and, you know, really kind of uh, tried to document the whole process, not just for me, because I want to be like, oh, dude, check this out. This is when I got tattooed by a guy. Yeah. I've been waiting 15 years for this, um, you know, not just for like that, but also to try to better understand his process. And right. to better understand, you know, how is he using existing shapes? How is he using these areas that might be super, super dark? And how is he addressing that as far as an issue to achieve such a, a such a dynamic cover up with depth of field, with, um, you know, lots of vibrant colors and lots of highlights, lots of shadowing lots of these textures that he's got going on everywhere. How is he trying, how is he achieving that when parts of the existing tattoo might be super, super dark, right? That right. Mind blown. Yeah. It's really, a, it's really amazing how some of these things can be accomplished. And I really enjoy doing, I mean, I don't always enjoy doing the cover-ups. Sometimes they're, they're pretty challenging, but I do enjoy, you know, the accomplishment of that and being able to, Ideally, when I'm doing a cover-up, I'm trying not to make any compromises. I want the final tattoo to be as good as it would have been if it wasn't a cover-up and to not have to have it be qualified with the excuse of it's a cover-up, you know? And so when when that goal is accomplished, it's it's very rewarding. And it's really great to see them, um, you know, the customer be, be so happy that they had something that maybe they were ashamed of or they've been embarrassed about forever or it reminded them of something they didn't want or you know whatever it was or maybe they just don't like that thing anymore but to be able to cover up in a way that that I don't feel that it is a compromise and at the end that the end result is just as good of a tattoo as it would have been without the cover-up aspect it is is great and um, yeah certainly I think that seminar in some ways really helped um, you know mindset a little bit about that so and you know, I, when I came up and started coming up in tattooing, you know, a uh, guy was such a, a big force in that, um, in that time frame, and was something that I always kind of like idolized and, and loved the work and was always just blown away of what he was able to accomplish, um, you know, with textures and lighting and perspective and all these different elements. And um, it was a little bit of like a geeky hero worship kind of moment to be able to like be in the class with him and, and have him kind of like looking at what I did and it was inspiring. So, you know, a little intimidating, but very inspiring. And um, yeah, it was great. So I still think about that a lot and think about like, oh, what would guy do? And you know, like, what would he put here? You know? So I think it's, I think it's very worthwhile and um, yeah, gotten a lot out of it for sure. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for, um, for paradise gathering this year, man. It's so I actually have a couple of fun, little like side projects and evening projects um, that I've prepped for that I'm going to be bringing up with me. Cool. Um, 
we're going to, I've got some ideas set up for a lot of collaborative artwork. So um, I actually have full bodysuit panels from every angle. So it's like a full bodysuit wrap around. Cool. Um, so I'm, I'm bringing some of those up there with me uh, for collaborative drawing. Um, hopefully, well, no doubt in my mind, we're going to come out with some pretty awesome stuff. Uh, but I have both male and female bodysuits, so we can kind of see dynamics there. Right. Uh, I figure we'll do, you know, one one night and one another night. And, you know, if we divide it up and we do like left panel and then back one night, and then we can do right panel and then front another night. You know, it's, it's going to be fun regardless, um, just to see what people come up with. But I'm, I'm very interested to see how this goes. Um, and this is all kind of inspired by an art show that I'd eventually like to put on at some point in time, uh, whenever I can kind of get back to focusing on that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a full bodysuit seminar. I've been obsessed with large scale tattoos since I was in high school. Um, going back to Guy and his influence yeah. on everything I do, I won't ever forget the first time I saw a Guy back piece, I was like, yeah what is this you know what how this is like a a fine art oil painting but it's on human skin like what is going on here right um and it blew my mind absolutely i i couldn't comprehend it i i couldn't understand what i was seeing right right and so that just helped me help drive me um to say okay well if he's using the body in this way what else can be done? Mm -hmm. You know, so I started to expand off of that and get into that. And that it just became an obsession. Like there's nights where I I would fall asleep thinking, okay, if a client came in and they wanted this kind of a tattoo and say they wanted it in their armpit, right? Like, how would that look? What would I have to do to make that work? And you know, right positioning and all that stuff. But that's just my own kind of neuroticism obsession. Um, it's kind of sad, really. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I think it's always ideal that, you know, um, I, I mean, there's nothing better than when the tattoo fits and flows with the body, regardless of the style, you know, and, tr and trying to have that um, approach to things. I, you know, and I know that's, you know, that's what makes the large scale Asian work so awesome is, you know, working with the body shapes and, and things and then to see the more modern interpretations from the styles that like Guy has or all the other amazing artists. Um, to still utilize those body shapes and the flow and things. And those are, um, you know, those are things that I, I, I really try to, to be mindful of. And, um, you know, it's always frustrating. Sometimes you see something you're like, man, if they just would have fit it this way, you know, like to respect that body art or whatever, but yeah, armpits, I think are kind of a challenge either. <laughs> They're always a challenge, right? They always are. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. tattooed a few of them and they are, I kind of feel bad for the people that get them done, man. That they're not a pleasant spot, but you know, I think it's it can be if it's done right and it's done well, and the the design complements the placement. I think it ends up phenomenal. Sure. Um, you know, healing's always an issue because it's like, okay, well, guess what? You got to go a few days without deodorant now. Sorry about that, but you're going to be the stinky person. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, you know, it's it's always interesting it's always fascinating just to 
see what ideas people will come up with for really, really weird areas. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, Very cool. I mean, that's my own kind of thing. Uh, I'm really, really excited for this coming weekend. Uh, yeah, I, absolutely. I went to Paradise Gathering for the first time. I think it was like three years ago for the Paradise BYOB. Mm-hmm. Um, and it completely changed the way that I started to look at a lot of things. Uh, granted, I was there. I was helping Gabe out. I was working at it. I was filming stuff. I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the tech background stuff. So I would, he'd be like, oh, dude, we, we need help over here with this. You know, go, um, you know, someone's camera is malfunctioning over in this seminar room. Like, go over there and make sure everything's okay. So I would go over there and I would sit there and make sure everything worked well. Um you know, so it was uh, the first year I was there, I didn't really get to do too many of the seminars, mm-hmm. but the seminars that I did, I basically had to sit in on were fascinating. Um, and I was like, oh, oh, I didn't, didn't think of that. And I kind of feel bad. Like I'm, I'm here, I'm helping out with the tech, but like, I'm kind of paying attention to the seminar as well. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but it, it completely changed everything. And I've tried to get up there every year since. And, you know, it's been absolutely awesome. I've right. made some great lifelong friends, um, you know, so even just for networking and hanging out with people, you know, it's phenomenal place. Uh, absolutely. absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the change of scenery, honestly, too. You know, um, it's, it's such a beautiful spot and um, um, I'm happy to be here at my home, but it is it's nothing like that. You know, it's such a, a big change of environment and um, not only the, the uh, location itself and just the nature around it is amazing. So I'm hoping to enjoy a little bit of that as well. And um, yeah, just kind of happy to get out of here for a little while and see all that, but it's so inspiring. And you definitely come back from that um, with a, you know, little, little fire under you and light, light it up a little bit. So it's these sort of things I think artistically or as an artist that you have to kind of do to keep from being stale. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, the inspiration is, is probably the, the biggest thing that I get out of it. Absolutely. Any convention for that matter, but this one in particular with the, um, you know, um, there's just so many artists that I look forward to um, seeing their work and that I've been inspired by throughout my career, that it's, it's such a treat for me to be a part of it and to, to be able to attend and um, you know, yeah, I'm going to try to get all the classes in I can. Sure. Absolutely. man. Yeah. And staying inspired and staying, uh, you know, active and, and all that stuff, you know, getting that fire continuously lit underneath you to really push yourself. You know, it's something that every now and then, you know, I'll, I'll talk to someone that I used to work with at, you know, a different studio many, many years ago. Right. They're like, yeah, man, I just kind of like lost, you know, the excitement for it. I lost the passion yeah. for it, you know. And it's like, well, you don't necessarily have to lose your passion for it. You don't have to lose that excitement. The trick is right. finding ways to stay excited. Now, I'm very much like you. Any convention I work at, it's going to light a fire under me. Mm-hmm. Um, any seminars I attend or any conferences I go to about tattooing or tattoo art or anything like that i'm gonna come back from that with a drive to turn around and say i'm ready to go let's rock right um, absolutely you know, all of this new information it's like yeah i got a brand new set of like paintbrushes 
you know it's like you can't wait to try them all out yeah absolutely so to for me it's i've been you know taking seminars and doing this kind of stuff for so long that like i don't think i'll ever get burnt out you know i was talking to a guy who you know gave me some really good advice when i was younger uh in the tattoo industry and he's like yeah man after after like the first 10 years you'll you'll get bored of it trust me yeah well i'm for 14 15 years in now and i'm even more excited about it now than i ever was before you know so yeah i well i i don't i think that um i mean that's that's great for you to be able to do that and to, and to find that um inspiration it's easy to i think fall into the you know to become unmotivated or to be discouraged or to lose your excitement about it the you know the job in general is such a like it's a you know it's egocentric in a in a positive way in a sense that you know when you do good you do bad it, it affects you in a way and i think for a lot of people over time the you know the the energy or the excitement about being creative or coming up with new things starts to weigh on them a little bit. Um, they tend to kind of like stick with what they know and it's hard to kind of push. It's just like learning an instrument, you know, it's like you can play the same song forever and you might get tired of it, but you, you know, you have to kind of challenge yourself with new ideas or new things. Um, or in this case, put yourself in a new environment and be inspired by the other artists around you. Um, and yeah, I love that. That's something that I very much looking forward to. And um, I mean, guiltily, I should do it more. You know, I do, I do often find myself, you know, you're months in it and you're like, damn, I really haven't done anything. Um, you know, I haven't done anything to, to keep myself excited about it other than just day in, day out of work. So, you know, you have to split it up and break it up. And yeah, this, this weekend is definitely going to be that for me. Um, I get to go, I'll be tattooing there with uh, two of my best friends, Sammy Lynn and Kelly Gormley. And um used to work with them and and um i got tattooed by kelly originally like oh i don't know like in 2006 and since then had a bunch of tattoos so he's somebody i grew up being inspired by and then get to work with him and now i consider him one of my best friends so we're lo very much looking forward to having um the experience with them as well as um you know meeting new people and yeah it's just it's just a lot it'll be quite a lot to absorb and i'll spend the following week trying to like just soak it all up, I think. You did say Kelly Gormley, correct? Kelly Gormley, the great Kelly Gormley, yeah. Absolutely. It... Okay, so I really got to bring my A game. Yeah. Um, Kelly Gormley, many, 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 many years ago, um, did a guest spot at the studio I was apprenticing at. Yeah, And I was very upset because that was one of the few days when I wasn't at the studio. And um, he's actually friends with one of the local tattoo collectors in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, guy by the name of Bob Wise, who's got an unreal collection of artwork from everyone from Nico Hurtado and Bob Tyrell to Horiyoshi the third. Right. You know, he's got all kinds of artwork from all kinds of people. Um, and he's like, man, you watch out, man. Kelly Gormley, he's, he's the guy. Yeah. You, don't, you can say, sit there. I want you to draw this and he'll sit down and he'll draw you whatever you want. Like you can, yeah, right, you can draw anything. Yeah. Snap your fingers and it's there. Yeah. Um, and 
he gave the studio I was at a whole bunch of different sketchbooks of, you know, this was back in the day when like tattoo sketchbooks were like the main source of inspiration because Instagram Absolutely. wasn't really around yet. Um, I mean, maybe Instagram was in its infancy. So like a lot of this stuff wasn't digital. So it was like, oh man, you got the new sketchbook. Oh, yeah. let me take a look at that. You know, yeah. Um, you know, just to stay creative and stay motivated. And um, he gifted the studio some some of his sketchbooks, man. And I just remember sitting down, flipping through those, like, how does he come up with this? I know it's like, great. how does he just like, how is it just there? You know, um, so I, that's that's phenomenal. I had no idea he was going to be there. So I'm uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, little a uh, yeah. little bit more intimidated now than before. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah, I uh, we it was uh, I think it was it was around 06 and he was doing a, a tattoo convention here in Dallas and um, I was just a few years into tattooing at that point and walking up and down the aisles and um, saw a lot of great things. But when I came up to Kelly's booth, it was I was just blown away because everything looked so unique and dynamic and I liked you know he's able to animate any object you know and um so i got a tattoo from him then and then subsequently probably 10 more times at different conventions and at the shop when uh, he actually moved to texas and worked with uh, me at a shop and um yeah it was great and so he definitely inspired us and i got those sketchbooks and brought them back to the shop and everybody was blown away and we all um yeah just love those and we're heavily inspired by it so it was such a fun thing to be able to actually work with him and uh, spend so much time with him and he's a great guy yeah, like uh yeah really really nice and um just yeah he's got a lot to offer and i just love his style so yeah i got tattooed by him i think last time it was uh, a year ago at the tattoo collectors expo here in arlington texas so yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah that that's one of those shows i really want to get to oh yeah that's i hear the collectors expo is just Phenomenal. It's fantastic. Yeah, wow. Sam's put on a great show there. And, um, you know, she's um, just a great artist and a great person. And the show just really reflects that and um, seems like a really good thing. You should definitely come. Yeah, it's in the summer here in Arlington. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not sure how far away Arlington is from San Antonio, but I may actually make a dual trip. Uh, my uncle actually lives out in San Antonio. I oh, was okay. born in Houston. So cool. Um, you know, yeah, it's was, about a four hour, four or five hour drive, I think, uh, from San Antonio, still, but not too bad. No, it's not at it. all. Yeah. Probably a nice, easy drive, too. So, uh, yeah, while I'm out it's there, a great maybe show. I'll, maybe I'll visit a few other tattoo artist friends that I have. Um, maybe I'll go hang out with Nick Baxter. There you go. Um, there you go. I'll talk to him about it. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. And this is what I love about the tattoo community as a whole. You can meet one person from one place who knows someone that you've met a long time ago that, you mm -hmm. know, um, and it's like this instant web of people gets drawn, you know, and it's like, oh, well, you know, okay, well, this person knows this person and he knows that person. And, you know, it, it's just awesome how everyone is all connected and they're all drawn together by this one thing. Right. Um, you know, it, it always inspires me and I always find it fascinating you know, like just to hear people's stories about getting tattooed by other people and what experiences they've had, what they picked up from this person, or maybe they mm -hmm. picked this up from another person or, 
maybe they took a trip out to visit Philip Lou and got tattooed by Philip Lou and uh, oh, I would know. still love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so yeah. crazy thing is, two of my good friends that I actually met, uh, I think it was last year at the Needle Jig meetup, which took place instead of the Paradise Gathering last year. Um, uh, actually, both have like bodysuits done by Philip Lou. Cool. And they work out maybe an hour and 15 minutes away from me. So yeah, they're like, oh, you should come with us the next time we go. It's going to be a great time. Like we can just hang out and draw and paint, you know, while so-and-so is getting tattooed. Yeah. Like, and Philip will come over and join us later. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I, I don't even want to take up that man's air. Like, I yeah. don't want to breathe that air because I know he needs it. Like that's, yeah. you know, but that's also, I fanboy out pretty hardcore yeah um, for sure it, it's kind of silly but you know i'm kind of known for it it stinks but yeah i i i do admire a lot of these people you know and it, sometimes just meeting someone and talking to them like five and i love it uh, but yeah i mean every time i've been down to texas has been absolutely amazing people right. down there are awesome um you know just very good genuine people you know i yeah. love it um yeah it, it's just awesome um yeah. people in the northeast sometimes not so much uh but you know fortunately i've got a pretty good radar for that but you know it's it is what it is you know there's good people everywhere in the world you just need to know what to look for um, yeah you know at these uh, at these conventions i have i always find myself a little bit maybe shy or intimidated when it's somebody that I, you know, want to talk to or, or go say hi to. And I've never had anything but great experiences. Everybody's super positive and super welcoming. And um, I've never had anything to really justify that feeling other than just myself feeling that way, you know, on my own. So right. something I try to keep in mind, I'm like, well, they were probably in the same spot as me at one point. They're always, right. you know, most people are very humble. And, and I find really, honestly, the the um, more elevated the artist is in terms of their work or their uh, their um like the regards that they hold um the more humble and nice they really are so um in general it's yeah it's it's easy it's just um just kind of kind of do it but yeah i'm always still a little sh like shy standing there like i can't believe it's this person <laughs> yeah. so yeah i try to try to be cool about it but yeah everybody's always really nice and welcoming and encouraging and um which you know makes sense i guess because they obviously have the ability to do whatever so right but yeah right. philip blue i never got to meet him he's in europe right so it's yeah you go uh, to like switzerland S switzerland or something right yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah maybe small little town you really it's apparently really a journey that you have to take so it's right. not like you can just fly to his town he lives in a very small suburb um so i imagine him like at the I imagine like the top of the mountain and you have to bring, get the pebble from his hand kind of thing. Yeah. Right. You know, like pretty much right? <laughs> bring the bucket to the top. Yeah. 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 So you're going to go all the way to the bottom of the mountain, fill this bucket up at the river, right. walk it all the way back up the mountain. And then yeah. you get like a seed. Right? Yeah. I, I imagine it's, it's something like seed. that. <laughs> um, you know, it's um, yeah. But you know, I, I've been very privileged in life and uh, been able to meet a lot of really phenomenal artists from all over the world. They all put their pants on one leg at a time in the morning. 
Sure. Um, some wear shorts instead of pants, but that's right. whatever. Um, but you know, it's it's always fascinating just to hear how humble they are and how appreciative they are for the admiration that they get from other right. people. You know, right. they're like, listen, I'm I'm just a dude, like I'm just a guy doing tattoos. I'm not anything crazy special. Like right. you could do this too. It's not, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I know oh. you got to get running. I know time's running out for you. Um, today's episode is going to be a little bit short. I do still have quite a bit of packing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but thank you very much for jumping on today. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Talking to you. I can't yeah. wait to meet you up at Paradise. It's going to be absolutely. a blast. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll get together, man. It's going to be a good time. I'm actually splitting a condo with a couple of people from the Fireside Tattoo Network. So cool. I know we're going to be doing card games after hours and stuff like that as well. So that sounds um, fun. I'm bringing um, cards against humanity with me. If anyone needs like an art break from like, right. art overload, it's like, cool, let's go play a few rounds of cards against humanity and we'll see whose mind's the most twisted. And then get well, back to art. So I look forward to it. And I, I really appreciate it, Jason. And um, yeah, can't wait to meet you in person. Likewise, man. Thank you very much for jumping on today. It's all right. Absolute pleasure. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and I will see you at Paradise Gathering. Yep. See you all there. Thank you. Awesome. Take care. Take care. For everyone out there that might still be watching, thank you for joining us today. Um, if you want to join in uh, maybe next time, by all means, please feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram is right up here. It's Philly Inc. If you liked today's episode and you wanted to go through and catch up on the rest of them, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button down at the bottom of the page. And I will see everyone next weekend. I will be live from Jiminy Peak, Massachusetts for the Paradise Gathering. Thank you all very much for uh, tuning in today. Keep those hands busy. Keep everything moving. Keep that fire lit. And I'll see everyone again next week live here on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network.